Amen. The wonderful grace of our Lord. Certainly, when we pause from our busy days, we are amazed. Great and powerful God, creator of all the universe, everything, by His Word, spoke the worlds into existence. And the Scripture reads in, Col- in Colossians, the first chapter, verse 15, it reads, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, because by Him everything was created in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. God's holy word. And He had grace on me. He displayed and had grace extended for me. Pause for a minute and think of this great place that we live. The wonders and the beauties of just the nation that we live in. The diversity of people, and they are beautiful. The diversities of landscape, and they are beautiful. And then expand it to a, to a, a world and, and look in directions north and south and east and west and, and think of the countries and, and the diversity of those countries and how beautiful they are and all that God created. And think of every sunrise and every sunset and how beautiful it is and the changing of the seasons and how that, uh, the, the summer comes and we enjoy the, the temperatures rising. And then we look forward after a while as even the trees grow weary uh, in August to the heat and we change the seasons and we see the leaves turning to colors and then the snow comes hopefully and prayerfully for some of us. Some don't like snow and okay, we understand. And then we go through that periods of the short days of winter and we start looking forward to the signs of spring. And God is a great and awesome creator. And then it comes and the flowers bloom and the trees bud out again. And it is here. We've made that full cycle and that circle with God because He is this great creator. And then the heavens, as they declare His glory, I have to say and admit that uh, as, as working on this backdrop, I know we, we tried to do a good job, uh, but we could not do anything like God could do, okay? And if you say, well, preacher, y'all came up a little short, I understand it, and I'll hit you at the back when you go out, but it's okay. I'm not offended. I mean, when you're working against the Almighty God is your competitor, and His creation of the glorious of His, uh, of His heavens. My goodness, what did you expect? Limited ability cannot compete with an unlimited God. One with, unlimited, with limited strength cannot compete with an almighty God, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing God. We cannot compete. We look into the heavens on a starry night and, and the clear skies, and, and you, you see the greatness of God. 
And then to come back to the song that that, that great God extended His grace toward us. This week in Vacation Bible School, we're going to take this verse. And we're going to take this verse and we're going to go through this verse all week long with every age group. Every age group. Starting with the littlest, the four-year-olds, and going all the way to the sixth grade. Anybody and everybody that attends and listens to one of the Bible studies, you're going to hear it. And if you're in the craft times or the other times at uh, missions or whatever, you're going to hear about this great love of God and this great Creator God uh, and this great restoring God and what He's doing and how He's working. We're going to take this verse and we're just going to use it all week long to come back to, to understand how important it is to grasp the fullness of grace. Sometimes we think, well, I just get lucky. You know, I wasn't in that accident, or I didn't, I didn't come along that road at the right time, or, or I didn't have that problem when I was growing up, and, and my family didn't face that kind of an issue. And we think we're just lucky. Could we not sometimes think and stop and wonder, maybe we were just covered under the grace of God? Maybe... Those things did not happen in our life because of God's great love for us and His grace watching over us. Someone was praying for you. Someone was lifting you up before God, and God has showed grace and mercy in your life. Sometimes we take it for granted that we're just where we are because we are so good looking. I have that problem sometimes. No, I look in the mirror every morning and wonder, oh my, how could you love me? Sometimes we think, well, I got here because of what I know. I have arrived and provided for my family because of my educational background or my wisdom or my skill, and that's gotten me here. Do, do you not want to consider maybe it was the grace of the Almighty God that allowed you to be where you are today? I'm sure you could think back to times in your life where things had gone just a little bit different you would not be who you are today. Just a few inches this way, or one wrong decision to this, this direction, and you would not be where you are today. Things would be different. And yet here we are, in the house of the Lord, on a Sunday morning, looking at a passage of Scripture that we're going to use in Vacation Bible School. Uh, let me read it again to you, because I, uh, I don't want us to go away and think, well, you know, I don't really get that. Listen to what it says, and know that what we're doing this week, we're searching for that invisible God. Listen to what he says. He, that is Jesus, the He, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Because by Him, that is Jesus, everything was created in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. Now, at this time, we're going to do something different. I'm going to sit down. You sit down every Sunday. Don't look shocked. Next week, I'm going to sit and you're going to stand the whole service, okay? We'll try it that way. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do something risky. 
I'm going to invite all the children to come and sit with me. Now, you, those of you who are 80, you're not children anymore. Okay? I know you may kind of act like it sometimes, but you're not. So, if you would normally go to children's church or want to go to children's church, would you come and sit with me here at the front? Anybody? Nobody wants to come and sit with Brother Kent? There we go, Mr. Robert. You come sit with me. I, I may sit. I may fall. You know, I missed that step there. Now we're getting a few folks. I, I'm glad I have some friends in this crowd. Some friends. Now, John, you can move over a little bit. Come on over this way a little bit. Miss Summer, you can come over a little bit too. Okay? Now, just think of it this way. Oh, we've got some older group. That's good. They can come sit right here. <clears throat> I see you, Mr. Jones, and I, I understand body language. All right? We had that in my Sunday school class this morning, and it scared my group to death. They're all sitting in the back of the church now because I told them as a pastor I could read body language of people, facial expressions and nods of heads, and sometimes it means you're asleep, and uh, sometimes it means you want to be somewhere else. Come on, Miss Julia. You can come sit right here in the middle in the front. Doing good. Now, I want you all to take a look around. Just look out there. That's what I see every Sunday. And, you know, to, to try to stay in a mind state of not being distracted, you know, or not sometimes just breaking out and laughing. You, you, I have to work on it because I look out there and I see all those faces, and sometimes they make faces back at me. You know, while I'm preaching, they do. So I have to kind of stay focused. And so I'm going to try to stay focused this morning because tomorrow we start Vacation Bible School. And we start Bible School, we're going to be talking about God. And in this passage of Scripture, not just God in general, we're talking about Jesus. This passage is about Jesus. It's about God's great work, but it's about God's great work through Jesus. Any Bible that you pick up, every Bible that you pick up, you will open it to the book of Genesis, and it's all they're all going to read with these same words. In the first chapter, in the first verse, they're going to read the same words. None of them are going to be different. It's going to start with two words. Excuse me, three words. I can't count. Three words. They all, all Bibles start with the same three words. In the beginning. All Bibles begin with those three words. In the beginning. That's before anything. That's when you looked out. If you were there, you could be there. You would look out and you could see no stars. No sun, no moon, no planets. Nothing. It was just darkness. No trees, no flowers, no yard. Nothing. No blue sky. Nothing. In the beginning. But there was God. And His Word tells us that. In the beginning, God. And so, when we look at this passage, and we read this passage, in the beginning, God, God did something great. God created, through Jesus Christ, everything that we see. Everything. And this week, we're going to concentrate on you. That God created each one of you. Now, I'm going to ask this group out here, how many of you, do you have pretty good eyesight? Now, those of you who don't have good eyesight, don't answer, okay? But those of you who have pretty good eyesight, look down here. And I'm not going to tell you who the best looking one is because I don't want you to, you know, be unfair to the children and pick me. I don't want you to do that. But 
Are all these, do all these children look just alike? No, they don't, do they? Each one is very special, and each one is unique, and each one's a little different. But you are very special and very beautiful. And you're fearfully and wonderfully made by an almighty God who created you that way. When you look at your hand, when you look in the mirror and you see your hair, when you look at your eyes or your nose or your lips, you think, God made me just like I am. And I am wonderfully made by God. In the beginning, God created and He made beautiful people. And I know this happens because I have experienced it in my own life. And sometimes beautiful people become broken people. Have you ever broken anything? I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, Tristan, thank you for, for an honest one down here anyway. Okay? We've broken things. And uh, I'm going to tell you a story on my two brothers, older brothers. And if they were here, it would still be the truth, and they would own up to it. They were playing one day, and they were throwing rocks just out in the yard, throwing rocks. And Daddy and Mama had told them, don't throw rocks around the car, don't throw rocks, don't throw rocks, don't throw rocks. You know, and they just heard it and heard it and heard it, but they were not paying attention. And so one of them, we don't know which one, they need, neither one would own up to it, but one, but two of them there. So one of them threw a rock, and it hit the car window. And it shattered the glass on the passenger side of the car. And so they did what everybody would do, anybody would do. They were doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. They went over and they cleaned up the glass and cleaned up the glass and put it in a bucket and they got it out of the car and they covered it all up, you know, and they didn't go tell mom and daddy. Didn't say a word. Later that day, it was pretty cold and it was kind of rainy and and mother and, and my two older brothers, Ray and Clay, I hope they're listening this morning. They, were, they got in the car to go somewhere, and they were sitting, all three of them were sitting in the front seat. And Mama said to uh, Ray, the oldest one sitting by the door, roll the window up. And he said, oh, Mama, I, I'm enjoying the cool air. And she said, son, it's sprinkling rain, and it's cold outside. Roll the window up. And he said, well, I thought we would just wait a while till we got on down the road, and we wouldn't have to worry about it. You know, it, we, we, the cool air would refresh us. By that time, Mama had kind of figured something out. And she said, roll the window up. And it was an old car, kind of like my truck. It was, it, he had to turn the handle on the side. And so he began to roll the window up that wasn't there. And when it got up so high, it was making all this crackling noise inside. It got up so high, the window came back up and glass started falling out of the door. And nobody knew what had happened to it. It was a mystery. I will say this. They broke something because they were disobedient to mom and daddy. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and he made two beautiful people, Adam and Eve, and they broke something. They disobeyed God. And God knew that they disobeyed him, and God punished them. And then God did something amazing he sent that wonderful grace that Brother Ryan sang about just a few minutes ago in the form of His Son, Jesus Christ, and He let Him die on the cross to fix what was broken. 
you know, the car was easy fix. They just carried it over to the shop in town, and they got a new window, and they took off part of the door, and they put the new window in, and they fixed the car. But when people, individuals, are disobedient to God, it's not an easy fix. When we rebel and do things that God tells us not to do, it took more than that. The Scripture says it's a display of God's great love in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God displayed this great love and great mercy in that while we were yet sinners, while we were broken, God said, I will fix it. And He did that with His love. Listen to what it says. It says, all things were created by Him, and it says something else there, and for Him. Not just things were created by Him and through Him, but for Him. Because as individuals, as people, we were broken in sin, and Christ died for us to restore us and renew us for His glory. So that we could be those people who honor God and honor Jesus in everything that we can do. Mamas and daddies, they give us rules to go by and tell us, tell us things not to do. And it's not so they can just tell us what to do. But it's so that, that we can be young people when we grow up and be young adults that they will look at and say, those are my children. And they make me proud because they do what is right. And so God does the same thing through Jesus Christ. He let Him die on the cross and shed His blood so our sins could be forgiven, but also that He would be glorified and looking at our life and saying, those are my people. And they do what is right. A beautiful creation made by God, a broken relationship fixed by God to glorify God. So that this week we will honor Him in all that we do when we sing, when we read the Bible together, and when we pray together in everything that we do. That's God's desire, not just for children, but for every adult in this building to understand the simple truth you were made and created by a wonderful God, different and diverse in every way you can think, broken by sin and yet healed by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. No other way to be saved, to be redeemed, to be renewed than placing your faith in Jesus. And that faith placed in Jesus once in your life that Christ lived in you, you're not your own anymore. You belong to Him, and you are created through Him and for Him to glorify Him. So adults and children, we're not just here to look good, although me and John look good, don't we? We, we look good, that's right. We're not just here to look good. We're here to glorify God in all that we do. Are you glorifying God? Have you been renewed, restored? Has a broken heart been mended? Has sin been forgiven? Do you know Jesus? Jesus died for you because He loves you. And He wants to heal your life through His grace. Would you trust Jesus today? I pray you will. I pray as we close this service and we have an invitation time, if you're here and you've not made a decision for Christ or there's another decision you need to make that brings glory and honor to the kingdom of God, that today you will make that decision and God would be glorified.
This week, I have the privilege all week to be surrounded by beautiful people like these all week long in Vacation Bible School. Wow, what it must feel like for the Heavenly Father to be surrounded by beautiful people who love Him and glorify Him. Let's pray together. Father, we come before Your great throne and we thank You for Your love and Your mercy. And as we close this service this morning with these beautiful children, we know we are all beautiful and we can all be restored in our spiritual life, being renewed, sins forgiven, past wiped away through Jesus Christ our Lord. We were created once by your great power, and we can be recreated again through your love. Now guide us in a time of listening to your Holy Spirit and responding to your Spirit and your guidance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may go to your seats and thank you for coming this morning. If you're here and you need to make a decision for Christ, we invite you to come. As we sing our hymn of invitation, you come as we stand together. Thank you.